0: Welcome to the Spring 4th Podcast, a ministry of the First Congregational Church of McGregor, Iowa. This recording was made for April 14th. Not that I have already obtained this, or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining towards what lies ahead. I press towards the goal for the price of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 14, the practice of faith is not magical thinking. There are times when I wish it were, in the respects that it would make being consistent in following Christ so much easier. As a great practitioner of the faith, the Apostle Paul knew, at a core level, that effort is involved when setting out to do the work of Christ. Paul's identity as an apostle of Christ is forged in his understanding of being claimed by Christ. Paul's ministry is an extension of this adoption. He sees himself as a player in a large network of equally interested partners whose only goal is to win converts for Christ and to draw them into the early Christian church. Paul makes an admission to the church members of Philippi that he's been set upon a path towards a goal that he has not yet attained, but it calls him forward. He cannot resist it. It calls him heavenward. In order for him to reach this goal, he has to let go of his past and embrace his future in Christ. Paul's quest to be a consistent follower of Christ is the task of any would-be Christian. Like him, we are encouraged to forget the awful incarnations of our past and dare to embrace a future where our actions are informed daily by the life and character of Christ Jesus. If we've been at this faith stuff for a while, we know by now how truly difficult it is to make it through one calendar day in a consistent manner. If we're not pulled in an unpleasant direction by our own human limitations and our own poor decisions and just fatigue, We can, and in some cases will be triggered by the emotional antics of some other person who is also dealing with their own garbage. In that light, it kind of looks like we might very well be doomed to fail at every turn. I can only assume, because I do not know and I have not ever read this in any journal or article or book, but my assumption is that by writing his thoughts down to be shared With the various church communities, Paul established accountability partners. Perhaps Paul wrote openly about his struggles in order to build a sense of community with those he was leading, in order to draw them into this shared struggle to be authentic followers of Jesus. If Paul could speak of his failings, his struggles, If he could speak of his time in transition from being a miserable, arrogant Pharisee to a humbled, occasionally imprisoned, sometimes beaten with rods and shipwrecked apostle of Christ, then this might breathe renewed courage into those who were just entering in to the household of faith. At some point, we are always coming to the faith, even if we've been in the church for decades. We are always struggling with how to be consistent in our limitation of Christ at every turn. It is difficult. It is not an easy matter. And we know that it is not magical. But I do agree with Paul. It is still a worthy pursuit to strive to reach that goal for which Christ has called us heavenward. It takes work. It requires that we, like Paul, be honest with ourselves, with our past witness, and with our future intentions if we can manage to engage that analysis at some point during each day, we are so much more likely to make that progress and gain the momentum that we need to project a consistent and recognizable image of Christ from within us practice of faith requires that we end the cycle of self-deception and accept our starting point as a people in need of a better example than the one that we are currently receiving from the world at large day by day and moment by moment we inch our way towards the goal of being called heavenward just like paul Maybe we didn't expect it to be this hard. Maybe we didn't expect it to be this difficult. Maybe we thought that somehow, because Christ triumphed over the grave, we'll never put a foot wrong. We'll never say a cross word. We'll never lose it. we fall apart. And then reality overtook us, and we realized that we are highly susceptible, even as baptized individuals, even as those who partake of the body and the blood of Christ, we are still individuals who at some times lose our composure probably more often than we care to admit. And we know that we can do better and that we are called to be better and that there's always a choice that we are called to make. The practice of faith is not about being good. It's about being obedient. We realize that to wake up every day and to commit ourselves to the work of Christ, to be deferential and to allow someone else to enter into that space so they too can share in the blessing, we realize that we're not always consistent in that regard. My goodness, we have a hard enough time when someone is sitting in our pew. We get so territorial but what we think belongs to us. That we don't share. We're very consistent in our selfishness and not so much in our gratitude and our desire to truly create a house of prayer for all people. I don't want to give up on Our ability to model a good witness, a consistent witness, a noble witness. But it must begin with the individual. Each individual saying, I will no longer be part of the cycle of destruction. I will no longer revise history. I will no longer deceive myself. I will no longer play that game of I'm okay and you're garbage. You're less than. Every day, we must commit ourselves to the task of saying, what is my intention for the day? What do I hope to achieve besides going and taking care of the responsibilities for work or for domestic life? What do I want to do? What are my obligations? What is this privilege that I have for Christ, the luxury of being able to serve Christ? What are my responsibilities and my obligations in that regard? And to factor all of this in before we even set foot on the floor out of the bed. We have to think through our intentions because there are so many things that are waiting for us to trip up our witness. And once we lose our witness, it is very hard to regain, especially if someone sees our witness break. Maybe Paul's letter is an invitation for those of us to start thinking about who are going to be our faith accountability partners, who are going to be the individuals who will keep us consistent in our witness. It is something to think about. And I do believe we need to think about these things before we miss our opportunities, before our witness slips to such a degree that We no longer even recognize ourselves. In any event, consider yourself like me in transit. We've left one destination. We have not yet arrived at our next destination. But we're still committed to getting there. We're still committed to our journey, which Christ calls us heavenward. Be safe out there. God bless.